Hello and welcome to episode 32. This is a continuation from last week's episode, which was focused on the London event recap, which is now a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Um, anyway, same setup, myself, Ben, Lucy speak about what we experienced on the day, but perhaps um, dive into what happened in my race in particular a little more intently perhaps and uh yeah i share a little bit about the humility and the humbling experience that it was without giving too much away um i really enjoyed this week's episode i think the content's really quite nice and i'm hoping what happened to me might resonate with um what a few others out there who's raced and go to plan in london or anywhere else for that matter um thanks to everyone who's reached out and said that they like the sound of Lucy and I guess a, a female on the podcast. Um, we've certainly loved having her on and I'm hoping that this will be just one of many where we're joined by female guests or hosts, whichever way you want to look at it, through the likes of Lauren and Lucy. Um, yeah. Last thing I will say is we've launched our t-shirt campaign on Everpress, uh, which is linked in the show notes. Um, for all of you who don't know, this is the wonderful 100 Warbles at Eden for Breakfast t-shirt um, with a little cartoon warble that Ben designed. Um, the campaign is only live for another week, so if you are listening to this on the day of release or a couple of days after, which I know a lot of you do, please go check it out. It would really help us loads if we could get a little bit of yeah, sales, I guess, to increase the audio of this podcast production. Um, which I'm sure everyone would appreciate. I've rambled enough. Um, do check us out on Rock Zone Pod, as always, on Instagram, on TikTok. And let's get into the episode. Thanks so much. See you soon. And we're back. Should I, should I start? Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, and we're back in the room. Welcome to the next episode. I'm unsure when we're going to drop this. However... We have just finished reviewing the first half of London. I say the first half, um, our first half. We, we have more details in which we would like to indulge upon within. Mm, yes, I think what we didn't do in the, in the previous episode was obviously talk about the community aspect because that was something that was incredible for London. Obviously, we had our mini team of supporters to come down and help the rock zone, but there was the fantastic listeners, you guys. You guys actually came and said hi, asked us how our races were going, and actually was shouting and supporting us. And that was super, super like heartwarming. And I, I really enjoyed it. So I just wanted to pre preface that with a massive thank you. And I'm going to put all of our lovely listeners aside again for one second. That's and fair enough. Just give context as to if you missed the last episode. Um, we're sat here, me and Ben. Tom's not with us, but we are joined by Lucy. Hello again, or hello for the first time. Hopefully for the second time. Yeah. Or the third time. If you've not listened to Lucy's original episode, go back. Episode four, I believe. It's yeah. going to be embarrassing if it wasn't episode four now. It'd be really embarrassing. <laughs> God, I hope it's episode four. Anyway, the fans. So, the fans. And I guess what was great about the fans is that everyone had an opinion about London. And I think have, being able to discuss this with so many, such a broad range of opinions meant that we could actually get quite an informed take on how everyone felt London went. Mm. And I think... The one interesting thing, which is always the interesting thing at these events, is the sled push and the sled pull and the carpets that go with them. 
How did you find the sled push, Max? So we, we literally just spoke about this off air before we then decided, nope, we need to press play, as Lucy <laughs> said, um, and talk about this on air. Uh, I felt they were harder. Mm. Um, I will caveat that by saying I had a difficult race overall. Um, so, you know, I think everything felt a little bit harder, but the, the sled push in particular, hmm... But you say this after every race, after every episode, after every race I've listened to, you always say it was definitely harder than last time. It was definitely harder really? than last time. You do, I Who, swear you Anyone do. in particular? Me? Is, you, is both, you, both, you, all, you both, I can't say you all, Tom hasn't, bless him, raced. You both say it. I think maybe you guys just need to train sled more. That's a fair, that's a fair. I think you need to take a step back. <laughs> I think you need to be I'm better injured. at keeping up right I now. I can't push anything other than my comments. Uh, okay. <laughs> and your agenda. It's my podcast. Coming in here with all your thoughts and ideas. What do you think you are? Excellent, excellent. Well, look, I, I thought it was harder. Mm. Um, Lucy from the sideline, did it look like I was struggling? It looked like you were struggling quite a lot, Max, yeah. Nice. I think, I think it was... It's good, sorry, it's good that she's agreeing with that because it's validating yeah. my point, despite proving my inferiority yeah, to I... the sled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lucy always brings the A-class energy. <laughs> I, if I tried to put you in your place, you'd be like, no, this is not <laughs> happening. <laughs> so please, stick around. Um, I thought what was interesting when talking to people was they were talking about the carpet and the carpet wrinkling in this year uh, or in London oh, okay. and I did notice this when we did a little walk around that the the setup there was a few gaps in the carpet where it wasn't taped down like actual like gaps in between the lanes okay I also noticed that but that is not new is it not new no that's not new so what they've done is to make it more fair mm. uh, they put two or they put one lane out mm. and then leave a little bit of a gap so that if you're pushing from the left or right hand side or sorry let me explain that's better right so you have one lane of carpet and mm -hmm. then a gap between them and it's split in two so if you're pushing you're either going to have a gap on the left side or the right side but that's fair because everyone has one gap on oh, either side that's so that's that's not new that's, that's interesting new. i didn't realize that mm -hmm. i think what i did notice though is that coming off the back of essen like you i did find it a little bit harder but i posted a faster time mm. i felt like i was moving slower but taking shorter breaks if that made sense yes and speaking to a lot of people they said that the carpet felt harder this time if carpet gate will ever end, I do not know. Never. I don't think. Never. I think it's a consistent well, there's no, there's thing. There's no of the conclusive sport. answer unless you have Christian or Mincho, whoever, stand there with a force gauge mm. ahead of every race, 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 <laughs> race, and say, <laughs> "Okay, athletes, this is exactly." 15 newton kilos or whatever the metric yeah. is. Is that the is that uh, kilo, kilo means? Newton meters, I'd say. Really love how you looked at me for validation there. Yeah. <laughs> really I love. used to know this. Like this used I to have be, never known it. This used to be part of my job, and then like, there's so many computers and CAD models now that you just oh. don't bother knowing anything. Um, so I thought... I thought the a really scientific, quick diversion. There. Yeah, I was going to go down the rabbit hole, and then I saw your face being like, don't do it. And I was like... What is a CAD module? Shut up. But you don't need to know, darling. It's fine. You don't quick, need listen, to know. Say some more stuff. <laughs> Put me in my place again. <laughs> I think um, 
what else did you guys hear from from people uh, at the event? Uh, what else did they hear? I like there was a bit more room with wall balls. I feel like the rig itself there was there was much more space for wall balls. I feel um, really okay. Well, I'm only comparing it to London last time. You guys have much more experience going to the races than me, um, but. It was nice that there were loads of seats next to the wall balls, but mm-hmm. I feel like not that many people actually occupied them. Yes. There were so many people, and me as my roving reporter, I had my little mic, and then Tom followed me around with the camera, mm-hmm. trying to chase you, Max, from when you finished your wall balls up to the finishing little zone. Yes. It was so hard to run and follow you there, because yes. there were so many people stood yeah. around. Yeah. You couldn't weave, you couldn't get around. Yes. but. I think it's a good thing that there's that's kind of like your final hurrah. So if people haven't seen you throughout the race, they can at least stand there and watch you for the walls. Yes. But please hmm. just sit down. I well, if your guy or girl has reached the wall ball, you kind of want to shout in their face, True. right? And you can't shout from the, hmm. the bleachers. Um, I think that's a really interesting point that you said they weren't as occupied. It's it's true. I noticed hmm. that too. Um, in comparison to Birmingham, it was. The Birmingham one was way, way, way more busy. There was way more people sitting down. Mm. And that is because the Birmingham one was like an actual towering stand. Mm. Whereas this was only, what, five, six, seven rows? The the Birmingham one was like 25, something like extended into the sky. Um, And it also overlooked yes the warbles but then also I think it was the sleds beyond yeah. that so oh, you actually when good. you sat there it was almost quite a nice relaxing panoramic view you sat there and had much mm. more of an overview of what was going on whereas if you sat down at the warbles you were just staring at people's mm. backsides yeah. shouting for people the you couldn't even yeah. see the warbles right do you, do you know the other point on that that the bleachers in Birmingham had entrances at the back as well so, so the flow of traffic ah. you could actually get in and out of them like here in London I think the, the rock zone should produce a traffic management report oh my god yes yeah. like the highway code for a high rocks event <laughs> please stand on the left hand side yeah. when exiting <laughs> but when shouting please shout for your supporter in unison <laughs> Don't wave at your participant with the number five. I was going to say, this may cause confusion and penalties will result. Uh, Excellent. That's another t-shirt to That's to to come. That's to come. Um, I think what was interesting is that there were more tips being thrown out um, Mm. from supporters to uh, competitors. Yeah. Mm. Lost the word there for a second. Um, Did you see that necessarily? I I thought that there was much more... You're not doing this right. Yeah. I mean, Lucy also just confessed that she hated my rowing technique. Mm. There's a there's a clip on the Instagram stories, or there was, and it cuts off just as me and Tom are about to start discussing it. I think he asks me, he goes, what do you think of Max's rowing technique? And then, thank God, the video stops, because I go, awful. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. What was bad about it? What was good about it? <laughs> oh, You don't push oh. nearly enough with your legs. You... Bring the um, the le- the kind of the handlebars like to your crotch rather than further up. You don't lean back with it. You're okay. just very inefficient, and I feel like you could shave a lot of time off of your row. Number one, if you weren't chatting to us with the microphone in your hand, trying to row with one hand. That was funny. That yeah. was funny. That was good. <laughs> I think you you did like not not to call you out on this, but I think you did sort of get yourself into a headspace where you were like, 
I'm going to have fun at this race. Yes. Yeah? yeah? Yes. <laughs> I mean, maybe this is a good point where we segue into how your race went for you. Uh, well, do we not want to talk about tips beforehand? More than I, happy. I've got. To... I think we can use it. We can do this as a lens for tips. Mm. Like if we go exercise by uh, exercise, we can. This is the use case of yeah. Don't what not do to this. do. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so I. Well, my my race was recorded on Instagram for for all of you who don't follow us, Rock Zone Pod. Um, we put out way too many stories. Apparently, we've been criticised yeah. for having too much content. Thank you, Ian. Love you. <laughs> Um, uh, we will we will reduce the dilution the di- dilution? dilution I take that personally you know yeah. no, what we'll do content. is we're going to distill all the juicy content into lovely little 30 second reels yes. so people can look at it yes. be done with it like it and move on um, just move on with your day yeah. um, no Lucy you, you did a great job you did a great job it was, it was um, the creative director who uh, was to blame is it me? No. Yes. <laughs> I was literally looking at my phone then, like, what's going They're on? They're not talking about me. Um, yeah. So, my, my race was documented, uh, as Ben pointed out, when he then reviewed as creative director <laughs> what we'd posted and realised there's no content of me. <laughs> I was busy racing. <laughs> well, so was I, and I, my, my race was broadcast, and your one, your one wasn't, uh, to come. To mm. come. Maybe yeah. at the point of release already. Mm. Um, however, I think... Uh, I made it quite clear that I wasn't having perhaps the greatest experience. Um, I'd set myself a fairly lofty ambition to go for sub 110. Mm. I felt inspired by Ben's performance on uh, the Essen weekend. And this isn't as a form of uh, disrespect or anything. I thought, okay, Ben has really pushed himself and I know that I am fitter than Ben to Mm. a certain extent. You are, you are. I agree with that. And I thought, okay, if Ben's like putting in this shift, then I need to also put in this shift. And then obviously we, you know, digressed into what what the actual headspace was like that Ben was in at the time. And he was saying like he was really focused on all of this. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do this as well. So after Essen, I took no break at all. I was training up until I think Thursday which probably isn't, in fact, definitely isn't the right way to do it. So my, my last last workout was sprint workouts, which just didn't give my legs enough time to, to relax mm. and recover. Um, but I was so hell-bent on posting a sub-110 time, that's what I really wanted to do, um, that I went out so quick. I did my first lap in something like 3.40. Like yeah. 3.43. I remember that. Why would I, do, why would I do that? Dunno. I was so clear on pushing a mission. Um Tom turned to me at the time and was like, Max has gone out really hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, how's this gonna go? <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> uh so on the ski erg already I felt like, ooh, that was that was quite quick. I might have to slow down a wee bit here. Um and then things four just ten. went four ten on the ski erg. Four ten. Okay, yeah. that's that's okay ish. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty yeah, good. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the sled came and as we alluded to earlier I, I did think it was very very heavy mm. um, and I think from that that point on Lucy then stuck a microphone in my face at one point I think it was the sled pull was it the sled pull and you were like how's your race going and I said it's not going to be run today um, and it just kind of went from bad to worse mm. because 
I don't think I ate anything in particular that would have upset my mm. tummy, but I think it was the overtraining that kind of mm. made my guts wrench quite quite literally. And um, well, believe it or not, <laughs> I think it was after K six or something. I actually had a quick dip into the gents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mid race. I was I was running around and I was like, "Where's Max running to?" I was like, "He's that's not the way." And you're literally like making a beeline to the right, like moving some barriers and running I down like the emergency exit. Ran ran through a quote. I missed yeah. that. Um, Me and Tom were waiting by the warbles for absolutely ages. We were like, "Something's happening." Maybe I, it was the warbles station. I think it must have been because we were literally there like, "Has he collapsed? Has he fallen over?" Yeah, like, it was, why, it why, was. Where's he gone? We were it was ages. running lap eight, which came in at a total of eight minutes eight seconds. Oh, that's a chunky chunky mm. time. Chunky poopoo. <laughs> uh, so then then I uh, they came back out and uh, did did the warbles and um, it was going really well I thought I'd relieved myself and then I absolutely had not and at this point this was possibly the funniest but also worst high rocks moment of my career thus far I had I felt everyone's energy behind me I had Lucy shouting I had Tom shouting I had my friend Cam shouting there and, and then Finn and Elle were there as well mm. they were shouting and then the uh, volunteer, she was great. She was like doing all the cliche things of, you're smashing this. Yes, don't put it down now. Right, I'm going to count you in. Love all of that. Mm. Great energy. Um, and then if that wasn't enough, Eddie, who was super busy, somehow wasn't super busy anymore, got the microphone out of Lucy's hand and stuck it in my face and said, how's it going? <laughs> how do you know, in fact, how do you feel right now? And in my head, all I was thinking is, I just really need a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, I couldn't say that. And then they were like, yeah, you're doing so well. Like, I know you're tired, but just keep going. I was like, I'm not tired. Yeah. <laughs> There's something else going on. <laughs> if gonna, only that was my issue. I'm not going to tell you what it, what it is. Um, and then... Came, came off the stage, smiled for about two seconds. I think Eddie was hoping for a post-race interview. Nope. Then Lucy came, open-armed, wanting to give me a hug, saying, congratulations. I threw my sweaty soaking, T-shirt soaking in her face t-shirt. and ran straight to the bathroom. Um, so, was it? A, did you enjoy the bathroom? I just wanted. That was. What's the elation? Such a relief. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but good. on a on a more serious note, I knew that this wasn't going to be my race, mm. and this is why I wanted to touch on this a little bit because um, I don't think this gets gets mentioned enough. When I look at Instagram afterwards, it is filled with people who have worked incredibly hard and are incredibly proud that they've got a podium or they've got a new PB and they're wanting to share that and you should rightfully so you've earned that but kind of pushes this narrative of there's so many more records that are broken mm. there's podiums there's new age group world records oh I've qualified for the world championship and I think I'd like to unpack this more in a future episode but let's have a look at the numbers because mm. Not everyone is posting a great time. There will be people who don't have a great time um, in the in the literal sense, not in the yeah. metaphorical yeah, sense. Yeah. I think everyone's still there to have a good time. Um, but I think that's quite an important thing, perhaps to, to, to share my story that, and you did last week, um, or the, whenever it yeah. was, Ben, um, that not every race is going to be great. Yeah. I think you're right. It's the it's the Instagram versus reality mm. narrative, yes. and like 
credit to you for one talking about it, but I think the well, it's more of a, I needed to explain myself. Yeah. <laughs> I needed a poo, I swear. Um, but I think it, it, it's that it comes back to that narrative of like ultimately, social media nowadays gives us this impression that you can go out and be living in Bali or doing anything you want under the sun and like holding yourself accountable to like, oh, well, that person looks like they're happy and I'm not doing that. I should be doing this. And it's not the case. Like, for, like we try and preach on this podcast that it's about turning up and having a good time and trying to beat your own record, your own self. And being able to measure yourself against who you were yesterday, the day before, where you want to be, but not measuring yourself against other people is really but the, I, the thing. Here. I would also want to revise that and say that we should not try and push that agenda as much of trying to break your record, beat your own self, be your, be your best self, yes, but sometimes it is literally just about showing up. And, you know, we saw this with our friend Brian York. Lucky you get back-to-back shout-outs, Brian, um, but you do show us love, so that's okay. He told me he wanted to get 130 mm. because uh, I think he got something like 140 last time, and this time he got around that number again, so he didn't reach his goal. Well, okay, if we're saying we're measuring ourselves based on our previous experiences, and he, for example, did put loads of effort in, but for one reason or another, it didn't quite turn out on race day. Is that, should you criticize yourself? Uh, well, it's not criticizing, that? is it? It's, it's, it's giving, giving yourself a realistic expectation. Yes, but, but, but is it like, realistic that I'm going to go, that I've put training in, you know, hard work pays off. That's the that's yeah. the money phrase at the moment, and it does. But still, life unfortunately is not a straightforward trajectory that goes up. Lucy was going to compete. She put loads of hard work mm. in, and now she's sidelined. You know, if it wasn't yeah. for her being a roving reporter, there'd be no high rocks coverage of her. Yeah. Through Instagram, right? Yeah, and I think I've got a few thoughts about your whole ordeal, which is what I'll describe it as on Saturday. Mm. I Polite think. Way of <laughs> I think, number one, it's great to take inspiration from the fact that you saw Ben smash his time. And I think it is great to see your friends do well, because that's essentially you surround yourself with people who will ultimately make you better. And that's the reason why you have your friends. And I think it's great you took inspiration from him. But I think the second you didn't hit the marker that you had in your head, as soon as you didn't make that quick ski or that quick second K you almost had lost in your head and that switch almost flicked for you. Mm-hmm. And you went, okay, it's not my race, it's not my race. And you put your yes. hands up and you went, I can't, I can't mm. recover from this. And yes. I know so many athletes across like the, all of the gyms I've been to, like whether they're pros, whether they're just like going to compete, or, like literally just going to work out because they do it three times a week. They almost face the mental battle more and you've touched on this so many times of sometimes you go to the, you go for the workout, sometimes you go for the people, sometimes you go for the PB and it honestly, doesn't matter what you go for mm. but I think all equally valid yeah all equally valid what you want to do mm. um, to be honest I would have been gassed to have even run on Saturday like mm. I would have even, even to have even just taken part I was watching you guys warm up and I was like I should be doing some stretching yeah. I was like I'm not doing anything but I should be doing some stretching um, but yeah I think it's so difficult once you've once that switch has gone in your head to get back out of it um, so I think, to be honest, you made the, be- the best of what you could have done. Like you had yes. fun with it yes. as much as you could have done without shitting yourself. Yeah, well, um, quite literally. But that, yeah. that was that was my first objective. Yeah. And the second one was to finish it. I yeah. think I think that's so true. And what I wanted to touch on um, as my next point is, 
I went through about 15 different states of mind during that race. So it started with listening to Danger Zone in the warm-up area, like Tab Cruise, motherfucker, (laughs) when Top Gun does shit. Is that your go-to track? It's uh, it's hard to beat. What's yours? Oh, Eminem, Lose Yourself. Oh, I did. I did come up and ask you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm there, like, mm, 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 mm. yeah. That's it. That's how the song goes. Um, <laughs> and this year, I was like to Tom, like, you guys got to come find me. I got to give you my AirPods. Like, I'm, I'm about to go into the zone. And Eminem and I are gonna go, go chill. And I was there, there, trying to lose myself in the warm-up zone, surrounded by too many people. But we covered that before. Um, yeah. Um, so back to me. Um, my initial thought was let's go 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 and perhaps that was a little bit too much go 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 because mm. that was not appropriate to run a 3.43 that that did sabotage my race a little bit mm. but it was the mental side that Lucy touched on that was the real mm. um, the, the real culprit I want to say of like maybe not mm. pushing myself as hard as I could um, so I mean, I have an athletic background. I know that you need to, you know, adjust to adversity. It's not always going to be what what you want to want to do. Um, but I I was thrown by this new situation. Hyrox has always been something I've been prepared for and gradually gotten better and better and better. And this time was not going to be that way. And I knew that was going to be the case because my body just wasn't there. You okay. just you needed humbling. That's what it was. I think you were going too strong. You didn't taper any of your. Nope training Didn't. at all you nope. went straight you went hot out of Essen and then you came straight to London Completely I think true. overtraining is a huge issue I see and it's I think what messed my back up I think I was trying to do too much and like it's not even overtraining like you've moved house recently you've been doing the pod you've been doing all your workouts you've been traveling like your body and your brain yeah. are probably fried and you just probably yeah. needed a break I don't want to admit to that though mm. that's a problem well, that's what I'm here for yeah <laughs> No, Max. <laughs> Today is not for me. Um, but, it, but it was interesting. Um, so I went from, yes, I'm going to post something really good to like, oh my God, I might as well quit. Mm. So That's no, right. no, no, you can't quit because you've got everyone around you here. Then I went to, okay, the goal is to finish. Mm. Then my tummy started to really <laughs> complain. And then I thought, yeah, I can't finish this. Um, this isn't healthy for me. Then I went, no, no, no. But everyone here is supporting you. And then I went, ah, oh, but you want to have a DNF on your High Rocks record? No, 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 no. And then the tummy started churning. I was like, oh, no, 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 it has to, it has to. But I hope that's giving you a bit more of an insight as to like the 15 mm. different yeah. states of mind that I was in all at the same time. Mm. And once I thought I had it figured out, something else happened and I thought, yeah, no. So all this is valid. Thank All you. of it is valid. Your thoughts are valid. Your thoughts are valid. And they're welcome to I want to wind this back into what happened in the real world. So was it the runs that were too fast? Was it the exercises that you couldn't mentally get into the swing of it? Like what yeah. actually, how did so it manifest? Mental state of mind, I think that that is admittedly the, the, the bigger part. But um, if you're asking about real world, it was too much too soon. Plain mm-hmm. and simple. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought a doubles race with my brother was going to be a nice training, nice mm. warm-up. We did post a pretty good time at 108, um, and I did probably push significantly more than, than my than my bro did. So, you know, it wasn't as easy as, mm-hmm. uh, you know, perhaps a more balanced uh, doubles race. And then, 
like I said, I, I worked out three, four times after mm. that. So there wasn't any rest because I, well, Lucy's shaking her head in, in despair. Um, my, my, my rationale was, well, dude, you, you've set yourself this goal. You're only going to get it if you work hard. Yeah, but that's irrelevant to the fact that, like, you're almost saying diminishing returns. I think Yeah. It's it, it, literally, that is it. That I can phrase it no other way. It's diminishing returns in terms of training. Like, you wouldn't expect to do, like, a half marathon one Saturday, train three times in the week, and then do a half marathon the next weekend. You physically wouldn't. Would you ever do a half marathon back-to-back weekends, Lucy? I did do half marathon back-to-back weekends last year. <laughs> and do you know what I did do in the middle of that? Nothing. I went to the gym once, okay, oh, because yeah. I needed to move my body. And I did one gym session. Arguably, it was a deadlift PB of 120 kilos. <laughs> um, just had to get that in there. Um, but yeah, but like, one so training session compared to three or four. You preach, no. And then there's Lucy saying, no, don't do back to back, but yeah. you also do a PB. Yeah fucking deadlift world record that's different what? that's different okay I did one training session in the week you did three after four I think four okay you're literally <laughs> building a rod for your own back for me yeah. to then crucify you on okay yes, yes. I, it was well, a silly you idea you didn't have to do that because I got crucified on Saturday let okay. me tell you Le- it's a good lesson learned okay it is I it think is. if we because we were discussing this before about would you do like how would you train for like the UK and the foreign and like the overseas hierarchies. I think that'd be a really good one for you to discuss, like the people who do all of the, mm. like the whole circuit, so not just the UK races, but mm. like you guys have done, like going and doing German ones or the Spanish ones. Mm. Like, how Is that because you're saying that? the UK ones are spread equally far apart enough for you to kind of say, right, I can just follow, you know, yeah. I can do Birmingham, London, Manchester, Glasgow, I think I'm forgetting one, and London again. Mm. Yeah, I think you yeah. could realistically do that, but I think you guys are, Trying to catch them all, Pokemon yes. yeah. style. Yeah, we we yeah we've gone after it. I won all the badges. Yeah, all the gym. Oh, I'm actually, I've now got three badges oh. in this season, which I'm really happy about. Oh, I literally got them on my bedside table. It's great. Um, I think the interesting. We have raced three times this season. Yeah, already. three times this season, man. Are we going? Are we going again in two weeks' time? Is oh. it two weeks? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. I was about to like go drinking like two weeks back to back. Nope. Think that was a thing. 10th of oh, December, Frankfurt. Frankfurt. I need to still buy my return flight. Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe Germany. Ben comes home for the next pod, maybe he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe not. If anyone actually works for BA and can sort <laughs> me out with. <laughs> I think um, I wanted to quickly touch on before we wrap this up um, that I had an awesome race. <laughs> <laughs> Even though someone the, needs to bring the positive, the, the the fact that like you said you had a terrible race and you posted a faster time than I did, but with a toilet break. with a toilet break, <laughs> and I'm not in the slightest bit upset about that because all I'm racing against is myself. Yeah, and I knew that I posted my PB in Essen and had one week. It makes no logical sense for me to improve on my time. If anything, it makes sense that I haven't had enough recovery time. So my target was sub one hour 25, came in at one hour 22. I was like, right, right on the money. And my big, thank you very much. My my focus was taking the runs easier and nailing the exercises. Mm. And for me, that was like, I felt like in Essen I was breaking. Like I was taking breaks in between stead pushes and stuff. And then 
like this this time around I was like okay yeah right let's see if we can link up these mm. exercises where it breaks like the burpees I really struggled in SN and then cut these down massively this time and I was I think I think my warbles at the end were the thing I was most proud of they were great mm, munched through those yeah it was it was one could say you eat them for breakfast <laughs> which now leads us nicely to plug our t-shirt <laughs> that is coming out very soon. Um, or hopefully has come out by the time we Yeah, releases. hopefully. That is literally if I pulled my finger out and launched the website. Yes. Um, so, yeah, if anyone has seen these around, um, they are a lovely... What's the colour now? It's now called... It's like... Cre- it's not cream. There's like Natural. 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 I'm Lynette wearing now. it. PTM. The yeah, the organic cotton. No, we don't know if they're organic. You said they were organic cotton. I wanted to sell you on it. I'm not sure. Okay, fine. I think cut I've cut the label. I've cut the label. At least he was checking the label. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we don't know. They're so, they're very nice. They're very soft. Yeah, I have to say they're softer than the previous ones we got. So, um, it's a way for us to generate a little bit of income in order for us to buy some new equipment for the podcast and further the goal of it. So, if anyone does want them, uh, they'll be available somewhere. We'll probably put a link to it in the show notes. Um, but they have the lovely Wally the Warble on the back. Um, and yeah, if you guys have got any any suggestions for future uh, t-shirts and the ways Wally could be uh, exercising with the Hyrox movements, um, send them across, send us a sketch, uh, and there'll probably be a free t-shirt in, in it for you. If you Just a free t-shirt? If you I get think it, you can do better than that. And probably a royalty, maybe an interview, I don't know. <laughs> Guess what on the pod? <laughs> oh, that means you've got to make us a t-shirt. Two. Happily. Two I will happily. Three. 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 <laughs> Three times a t-shirt. Sponsored by the Walk Um Okay. Winding it back away from merch plug mm. to lessons learned. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a nice wrap up, I spoke to someone in the Red Bull tunnel mm. saying, hey, Roxanne, because he saw the short shirt. Oh. shirt, shirt. Um, and... Uh, we got chatting for a little bit and uh, just said, what's your time target and so on and so forth. And um, he set himself a bronze, silver and gold target time. Oh, cool. I like that. Really, really like that. Really like that. Um, so the idea was he set himself, I think it was in 10 minute intervals. I can't remember exactly mm. what the intervals were. And he said, look, I'm uh, going to award myself um, a medal based on my performance. Um, and I think at the end, I then caught back up with him and he said uh, he, he didn't actually get a single medal, but he was he still had a smile on his face. What a legend. Um, but I thought that was really cool. I really liked that idea. And I think I, love that idea. I might try and implement that yeah. on the next race. So just as opposed to giving yourself one goal, mm. give yourself a range and assign values to those ranges. Mm. Um, I thought yeah. that was a really nice idea. It's not a binary miss it where you don't. Yeah. That way it's, yes, yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah. I really love that. Because um, something that I did notice um, is that dead man zone of like, okay, well, I've not, mm. I've, I'm not on track to get my mm. time. Therefore, what, yeah, what, what are you shooting what for doing? next? What, yeah. So uh, if, if gold is mm. my first goal and I've not reached that, well, okay, then let's aim for silver. Um, so that was one, one learning point. Um, and the other one was... Um, uh, that I did not have a good time in case that wasn't clear yeah. but I made it my mission to uh, leverage the energy of Tom and Lucy in particular who were by my side and it might have been a bit of an excuse but joking around with them a little bit pausing giving Ian e Kay a hug because yeah, he somehow roguely snuck into 
into the rock zone and beyond um, that's what got me through it so maybe as a you know parting bit of wisdom uh, if you're not feeling great most people show up with support anyway but you know lean on mm. that support crew that you have um, and support crew mm. make sure your athlete gets through that's that's mm. the that's the name of the game finishing the race um, mm. so yeah make it happen I think the um, I think it's about I mean I can't really follow that can I that was a great little roundup. <laughs> so I'm going to go in a completely different tack uh, <laughs> and say um, just a massive shout out to everyone that was there everyone that brought the energy and more importantly the people that actually put the event on like yeah, huge props that is I know it's a stressful thing. Um, the amount of people, the amount of pressure, the fact that you are one of the best markets for High Rocks globally, and this is a large part of the name. So well done to the team that puts it on, all the content creators, all the media individuals, the people at Sportograph, the volunteers, of course. Um, and I'll also shout out to the MCs, man. Like, they shout everyone out. Let's shout them out. Nice one, guys. Nice one. Yeah. And uh, we shouted them out last episode by name. They are Faisal, Gede, and Gus. Nice. Lucy. My name is Gus. <laughs> I'm trying to think of my takeaway as soon as I didn't actually run it. Um, Dominoes? Dominoes? Ben was doing shit jokes. Your oh. takeaway. You know how we could wrap this up? Lucy, did we ask you what your ideal cheat meal is? No, you never did. Well, she didn't race, she didn't get one. No. That's rude. That's not how the show works, Ben. That's We're inclusive. We're an inclusive show. Yeah. Oh, ouch. Lucy, yeah. what would be your ideal cheat meal? We need a main, a mm. drink and a dessert. Ah, oh, main, it's got to be like a really dirty burger. Um, like filthy with like loaded fries with like cheese and like bacon on top. Um, and then drink, Fanta, no ice, large preferably from Mackey's, preferably not spilled all over you when it comes in an Uber Eats delivery thing. Um, and then dessert, sticky toffee pudding with custard. It's almost like you rehearsed that. Yeah, I it's feel like, really I, not. I, I feel really like, not. I feel like we've asked, have we not asked you this in episode four? No, sure. no, 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 we, we did, did not. That was a, we, we then implemented Oh, uh, afterwards. Okay, well, right of passage. Also, after our high rocks, we went out and then had a food fight in McDonald's. So that was fun. Did you? But, yeah, let's we'll leave that for a, for a later time when Tom comes back on. I don't think that's ever getting mentioned. Don't oh, go fight. Please. No, no, no. Oh. It was a good night. Uh, right. Shall we wrap it? Yeah. Ben, thank you for joining me and Lucy. Lucy, yeah. thanks for joining me and Ben. Max, good job. Yeah, nice one, man. Well done for finishing the race. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and not shitting yourself during the course of this podcast. <laughs> right, I think uh, that's, that's awesome. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being at London. Uh, and we'll see you at the next one. But uh, for now, Roxanne out. Roxanne out. Roxanne out. Roxanne out. Roxanne out.